Hi, Hauser, and welcome to this week's episode of How's We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you better ways to manage yourself. We are in week two of a series called The Quarantine Slump. I'm happy to report that it is no longer a tongue twister, and I am able to say it in a way that you can understand. (laughs) Um, Last week, we learned all about the difference between restoration and relief so that we could examine our choices and work to avoid any of those decisions that just give us that temporary relief and really focus on more sustainable choices. This week, we're focusing on setting yourself up for success by incorporating margin in your day or like rituals that create transition between work and home. So we're going to give you three things you can do to start your morning off right. And then additionally, we'll talk about some things to keep in mind with your environment, specifically two things. And all of these are meant to help give you that feeling of going to work. So Really what it can do is improve your motivation because you create that separation between work and rest places so that they don't all blend together. So let's start with the three simple things that you can do to start your day. The first thing is to get up early. I know getting up early is difficult and it also sounds kind of backwards or counterintuitive, but going to bed early has a number of benefits. Um, first of all, you have you get into better sleep quality because you're getting more sleep. So your body is able to get into deeper stages of sleep. People who get up earlier are also proven to have better work performance. Sources say that those who wake early are better analyzers. They're better at managing their time. They are better critical thinkers. And they also have higher concentration. So... Maybe start small. Uh, You could say, tomorrow I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier than usual, and then the next day 15. But I would aim to give yourself 30 minutes of kind of downtime so that you can start your morning slow and transition into work at a pace that does not feel rushed. Next thing you can do in your morning, again, to help create that separation and a good morning ritual to get your day started, is to make your bed. Some of you may have heard of the book uh, Make Your Bed by Admiral McRavens. And what the book says is as a SEAL trainee, Billy's first task of the day was to make his bed for inspection. Making the bed correctly was not an opportunity for praise. It demonstrated his discipline, his attention to detail. And at the end of the day, it was a reminder that no matter what happened that day, he had done something well and had something to be proud of. If you can't do the little things right, you will never do the big things right right. So that is a great ritual to get into the habit of is to wake up and immediately make your bed. It makes you feel accomplished right off the bat. The third thing you can do is to get dressed. Now we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast for different reasons and you know the different image that we're putting out to like represent our personal brand but there's also some science behind this. So Your brain likes to make certain connections to do things. So if you stay in your pajamas while you work, it's much harder to feel motivated because your body thinks it's time to relax. So even if you just change into leggings or workout shorts, like something that's comfortable, it's fine. It's the simple act of changing out of the clothes that you slept in. So get dressed. 
Okay, so those are simple things. Uh, as we've said before, simple doesn't always mean easy, but simple. Get up early. So try to go to bed a little bit earlier. Try to get up earlier. Make your bed and get dressed. So those are three things that you can do to start your morning off on the right foot. And again, I've just, I've chatted with a lot of housers and just how it's so hard right now to find that margin in our day or that separation from work and home. You don't have your commute. You don't have like these rituals we had when we would go into the office. So you really have to create them. And these three are proven to have a multitude of benefits and again, ultimately help you with that motivation so that you feel ready to work. The other thing I said we'd talk about is two things you can keep in mind when it comes to your environment. Now, I don't think these are probably things that you've thought of before, but I just kind of want to reiterate the importance. So the first is to create a designated workspace. This is going to ensure that you get up and out of bed and again, kind of reinforces that feeling of going to work. Um, so having that separation, it's a great way to ensure motivation and at the very least that necessary work and home se separation, right? So have that designated space and it could be your kitchen table, your home office. It could even be sitting on the floor. It's just wanting to make sure that you get up and out of bed and feel as though that you're going to work instead of like sitting up and starting to work right away from your bed, which leads to the next tip with your environment. You want to avoid the couch and your bed. Why? Let's talk about it because you might be sitting there thinking, but oh my gosh, it's so comfortable and fall's coming up and I can't wait to light my pumpkin spice candle with my latte and just cozy up on my couch. Um, there, there's a reason why we'd encourage you not to do that. And this is because staying in bed is actually really bad for your motivation. Um, I mentioned with getting dressed about our brains liking to make connections and it's kind of the same idea. So with your bed, you your body associates your bed with sleep. So what happens if you start working from your bed is that you're no longer going to associate your bed with sleep, but your bed with work, which is going to make it harder for you at night because you'll be a little bit more restless. But additionally, you're not going to be as productive in your bed because, again, it's that connection. Your, your bed is supposed to be a place for relax relaxing. So... It's not ideal to be sitting in that position and, again, working from the place that you normally sleep. It's just going to take you a longer time to get going on your work and make it more difficult for you to focus. So these are all very simple, simple things. And th the reason we wanted to touch on these today, again, is because this whole quarantine slump feeling that a lot of us have, it's it's like the day ends and you're just so tired, like I feel like there's days where every single part of me is exhausted physically, emotionally, mentally. And I've really found that by working hard to create more separation between work time and rest time and the environment, it's definitely made a big difference. And I'm, I'm also finding that I'm much more productive, again, because there's margin in the day. When things all blend together, it's so much harder to accomplish things because we're much more distracted. So those are the tips we leave you with today. Again, three things you can do for you. Get up early, make your bed, get dressed. Two things to keep in mind with your environment is to avoid the couch or um, your bed. 
and also create your own designated workspace. All of these things will help you in continuing to work from home and be productive and stay motivated. That's all we have for you this week, but we hope that this insight was helpful and we look forward to seeing you next time as we continue through this series on the quarantine slip. Have a great week, everyone.